time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. I just got off the phone with my daughter. My daughter's away at college and she's at the end of her semester. And she was telling me that one of her friends in a class decided not to do a presentation. Now, this had been a long paper. Part of the process of the semester was learning on how to do a thesis. And so my daughter had done hers and she decided that she would present first, which was very smart for her because she knew that she would get it out of the way. Well, this one friend watched as the other professors who were present questioned the people as they were doing their presentations. And some of the questions were were pointed. They were looking at the weaknesses of their paper. And this student decided that that was too stressful. And so she decided to not do her presentation. Now, at this point, I don't know how the professor is going to respond. My daughter didn't know what the outcome was going to be. But my daughter did tell me that the mother of this child even backed the child up and said, hey, if this is too stressful, don't do the presentation. So what happened? Well, fear got in the way. And that's why we're starting this whole new series on fear and on the other side of fear, not because of this particular person in college, but because we all live like this person in college. We all live at that place where we find that fear restricts us. It doesn't matter if we're 2, 22, 42, 62, 92, fear gets in our way. And the reason is because we are wired for that fear. If you're not familiar with this, you've probably missed some of my Thrivology podcasts. And so what I wanted to do during this series is bring together a number of uh, reasons why fear is important in your life, but probably not in the ways that it's been acting in your life. A lot of times fear keeps us from acting, and that's not how I want fear to be understood, because when fear begins to be an avoidant mechanism, it keeps us from living our life. You can't get rid of fear. You can't get rid of all the fear anyway because you're wired for that. There are ways you can understand the fear. There are ways that you can control the fear. There are ways that you can move beyond the fear. But you can't just get rid of fear. I do a lot of trail running. I do a lot of paddle boarding. And one of the things I'm aware of is that there are times when I need to be fearful. There have been times when I've been on the river near our house and something has happened that has made me a little bit fearful in that moment because I was afraid that I was going to get injured and I had to do something. I remember when a tugboat got a little close to me and uh, I needed to get out of the way. Well, the fear gave me the adrenaline and the fear gave me the uh, importance of that to just get out of the way. Had I not had fear, I would have stayed in one spot and perhaps had some trouble. Same on the trail. There have been times when I've been running on the trail and something has happened. I had a time when there was a snake on the trail in front of me. My fear told me I needed to stop. And even though that snake uh, ended up being safe, I needed to evaluate that. I needed something to tell me this is dangerous. This is something I need to watch for. There was another time when I almost went off a cliff and had to hold on to a branch, and fear is what had me holding on to that branch, and fear is what gave me the adrenaline to hold on to that branch long enough to get myself out. So fear does some good things for us. The best thing it does for us is it keeps us from getting ourselves into trouble. The worst thing, though, it does is it keeps us from moving towards our dreams and moving towards what we want. So many times I've talked with people and they'll tell me what they want to do. They tell me where they want to get in life. And I'll say, what's keeping you from doing that? And 
Almost always they tell me it's fear. They're afraid. And they act as if fear is truly a barrier rather than fear is just a bodily response and just a mind response to situations. So as we go through this series, we want to look at how fear gets in our way and how we can use fear to get to a better place and how fear is misunderstood, the myths of fear. And we also want to look at the magic questions of what to do when we have fear. And then we want to look at things like courage. What do you do to move beyond it? Because I have this belief that we have been raised in our culture to believe that fear is an an avoidance indicator. We avoid things because we're fearful. And I would prefer you to begin to frame it as fear being an importance indicator, not an avoidance indicator where you stay away from something, but an importance indicator that says, hey, this is important. The way we use it is that fear says, hey, Avoid this. Stay away from this. This is too scary. Don't go here. But what we really want to have happen is fear to say, hey, stop, think, proceed carefully, not stop. This is important. For a moment, ponder this. Make sure you're moving in the direction you want and then move because fear can just be telling you that something's important. Let me give you a couple of examples. Let's say that you go to a party, and at that party you see someone across a room, and that person looks like they might have some common interest. Maybe they're wearing a T-shirt that has the same hobby as you or the same sports team as you, and so you go over and you chat with them about that sports team or that hobby, and you strike up a conversation. No big deal. You don't think much about it. But let's say you turn around and you look across the other way, and you see that person, that person that looks like your, your image in your mind of your soulmate. The person that you think, I could spend the rest of my life with that kind of person. Now, the difference in that conversation, you suddenly find yourself dry mouth and stumbling across or not stumbling across, frozen in place. Maybe you take no action. But what is happening is the fear has triggered something in you not to not go over and have that conversation, but to recognize that this is an important conversation. And somewhere in between those extremes is where we live most of the time. We, we find people that maybe are people we've looked up to. You know, I've been to conferences where I've looked across and I've seen an author that I respect or a speaker that I respect, and I can feel the palpitations in my heart of going, wow, that's that person that has changed my life in some way. I want to go thank them for that. And yet I feel the fear of what if they don't want to talk to me? What if they don't like me or or some other piece? And I have to step beyond that. I have to step over the fear and cross the room and say, thank you for the difference you've made. And sometimes to say, hey, I've got a question I've always wondered about. But to take that moment and move towards the fear. Or let's take another example. Let's say that you're happily employed somewhere and somebody calls you and says, hey, there's a position here. We would love for you to come Look at it. Well, you look at the position, and it's a kind of a lateral position. It's no big deal. Wouldn't increase your pay. Wouldn't be a better place. It's just another place to work. And so you decide that since it's a lateral thing, you'll go check it out. It's, it's not like you're having to step down. And so you go to that interview, and you have nothing to sweat, right? You walk in. You're relaxed. Your conversation flows because you have no stake in that. You have no care whether you get the job or not. But what if you've lost your job, the bills are piling up, your family needs to have some income, and a job comes along, 
Maybe it's not your dream job, but it's a job that comes along and one that you would you'd kind of like. Then you feel it, right? The pressure is on. Not so much because it's your dream job, but because it's necessary for survival. And your survival genes kick in and you go to that interview and you find yourself stumbling over your words and you find yourself desperate to make a good impression. And in the process, the fear is locking you down. Or maybe you're in your position and along comes that one position that you've always wanted. You've always dreamed of being in that position, that corner office and and all of the perks that come along with it and all of those expectations. And this is the place. You've been preparing this all your life. You've trained for it. You've had jobs moving towards it. Now here it is. And you feel the heart pounding. Now, some people will decide not to even go to that interview. Why? Well, because it's too scary. What if you don't get it? What they miss is if they don't go to the interview, they're guaranteed to not get it. And what's interesting about fear is that we fail to realize that we always start with a no. Everything's a no. Jack Canfield points this out, that everything starts as a no, unless we take a risk. Everything's a no. That date with the person across the room that you see, if you don't cross, it's a no. If you don't apply for a job, it's a no. If you don't walk across and ask the favor of that famous person, it's a no. The only way it begins to be a possibility of a yes is if you cross the room, is if you go to the interview, is if you strike up a conversation. Until then, it's always a no. And the interesting thing is, so many times, we miss the opportunity of moving towards something because we go with a no that's already there than to feel the pressure of a no that might be. If you're guaranteed a no versus a slim chance of a possibility of a yes, why do we choose a no? Well, fear. Fear tells us tales. Fear lies to us. Fear fear makes us feel like it's protecting us. But in essence, fear is just keeping us in a cocoon, in a wall, closed off, away from people. If everything is a no, unless we get on the other side of our fear, that's what we have to do is begin to move to the other side. I saw a, a meme on the internet that said that everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of your fear. And I thought, wow, that is so important to think about that where I want to be, where you want to be, the important things of life are not on this side of fear, on the side where there is no fear. They're on the other side of fear. And sometimes what we do is we imagine that, that people that make it, the people that succeed never had the fear. I've had some experiences where I've talked with people who are in extreme sports and I ask them what they do with their fear. How do they get to the place where they don't feel the fear? And everyone has told me that they never get to the place where they don't feel the fear. But they use that fear to guide them through the process. I was talking with a base jumper and he told me that he has fear every time he jumps. And I said, well, what keeps you jumping? And he said, because I love the feeling of conquering that. I love the feeling of getting beyond that of the excitement that's on the other side of fear. I said, well, what do you do with the fear? He said, well, I breathe heavily. You know, I, I do my, my exercises to calm down and I, I keep busy and I use that fear to keep me focused on making sure that parachute is in the right place. And I remember that fear is the same as excitement. And so I tell myself that the fear I'm feeling is also excitement and is maybe even primarily excitement. And I move in that direction. And I've talked with people who have done great things and to the person, they never tell me they had no fear. They simply tell me that they decided that what they wanted over there was important enough that they risked the fear, which is different than saying, I'm not willing to go through the fear 
because the fear feels too big. So my daughter's friend is losing out on a great opportunity. She may stand in front of those professors and be questioned, and she may feel like that she's failed. But the process of standing there and delivering that presentation, that's the important part. It doesn't matter what happens in that presentation. It doesn't matter what the professors say or think. The important thing is the exercise of her saying to fear, I will not be ruled by you. I'll note you. I'll note that that means it's important to me, and then I'll move beyond it. Fear is not a wall. Fear is not something to avoid. It's just telling you that this is important. Whatever it is, whenever you feel fear, it's telling you it's important. So as we begin this series, as we're looking at the other side of fear, remember that fear is important. Fear tells you that something's important. If we have no fear, we're not moving towards anything valuable or or powerful. We're only going to our comfort place. And as you've probably heard and seen many times, what you want isn't in your comfort zone. Your comfort zone keeps you safe and it keeps you small. And what we're here about, my belief, we're here in this life, on this planet, in this world with other people to make an impact, to not be small, to not be stuck but to move towards something bigger, to move outside of our comfort zone and maybe as we do that, expand our comfort zone so that we keep stretching out and making it a bigger and bigger impact on the world. The question is not whether you will feel fear, but whether you will move beyond it even when you feel fear. If you find yourself captured by fear, if you find yourself stuck in fear, then you have to recognize that all it's telling you is this is important. This is something to watch for. Be mindful. It's not an avoidance indicator. It's simply an importance indicator. So as we go through the series, I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll think about the places where fear keeps you small. And as I put this out, I'm mindful that fear can play with all of us. So join me as we continue looking at how fear is not the place that keeps you stuck, but that there's something on the other side of fear. Use fear as an indicator of importance, not of avoidance. This is Lee Balkum wishing you a thriving life. You've been listening to the Thrivology Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T-H-R-I-V-E-O-L-O-G-Y. It's your life. Time to live it.